The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. As Free Gracers, we say that the only condition for eternal salvation is believing. But what is it that is being believed? Do I need to believe in Jesus' deity, that Jesus is God in order to be saved? And if Jesus is God, how can he also be the Son of God? Hello and welcome to Grace in Focus. This is the podcast and radio broadcast ministry of the Grace Evangelical Society. And we're delighted that you joined us today. And if you'd like to know more about us, our website is faithalone.org. There you can find out more about our online seminary. And just by the way, our spring 2024 classes are starting in February. And if you're interested, it's time to start the application process. Find out more about that at faithalone.org or at gesseminary.org. Now it's time for today's discussion. And with that, here are Bob Wilkin and Leon Atkins. Leon, I believe you have a very interesting question about the deity of Christ. Here's a good question from someone named TV, uh, their initials. TV asks the following question. For all my life, I have been told and I have believed that Jesus is the Son of God. Now, recently, I've been reading the Bible and listening to preaching that says Jesus is God. I just can't wrap my head around the Jesus is God thing because I've always believed that Jesus is the Son of God. How can he be both? Even though they believe Jesus died for their sins and was raised from the dead, Can they be saved if they don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God or that Jesus is God? That's a a really good question. And really, there's two parts to it. First part is, how can both be true? How can Jesus be the Son of God and God? And secondly, must I believe that Jesus is God in order to have everlasting life? And those are two different questions. How can both be true? And do I need to believe that in order to have everlasting life? Right? Isn't that what she's asking? That's basically what she's asking. Yeah. And so let's deal with the second part first. Must I believe that Jesus is God in order to be born again? Okay, when you think of John 3.16, Jesus doesn't say, I am God. Jesus says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, the son of God, that whoever believes in him, the son of God, will not perish, but has everlasting life. Well, Nicodemus could believe that, and I believe did believe that that day, without believing in the deity of Christ, right? Right. In fact, all of the apostles believed in Jesus for everlasting life except Judas, of course, who never did believe he was the son of perdition. They all believed in him, yet they did not believe he was God until after he rose from the dead. Because in John 20, 28, Thomas says, my Lord and my God. Yes. But prior to that, remember when he's in the boat and he stills the storm? Who is this that even the wind and the waves obey him? They know the wind and the waves obey God, but they don't think this is God in the boat with them, right? He's a remarkable man. Right. He's the Messiah. They didn't think the Messiah was going to be God in the flesh. In fact, their understanding of monotheism was there was one God and one person. Mm -hmm. It was hard for them to get their mind around the Trinity. Yes. 
So they were born again before they believed that Jesus is God, but they did believe he was the son of God. Now, they didn't have a great understanding of what that meant, but they definitely understood that he was the son of God, and he also called himself the son of man. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to recognize that a person need not have a full-blown understanding of the deity of Christ in order to be born again. Now, I've met many people who have said that, right? Yes. And oftentimes, if you ask them, what must you believe about the deity of Christ to be saved? Yes. Do you know what they say? What do they say? I don't know. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, they say I don't know. uh (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Because they can't delineate it because there's no Uh scripture that tells us Okay, if you believe he's eternal, then you have everlasting life. If you believe he has the attributes of God, you have eternal life right. and so on. Or if you just affirm he's God, if you just say it, he's mm-hmm. God, even though you don't know what that means, that's okay. So let's say you said he's God, but he sinned. Oh. That wouldn't be believing he's God. Right. Or let's say you believe Jesus didn't sin, but he could have sinned. Hmm. Well, in my view, that's an inaccurate belief, because if he could have sinned, then he's not God. Mm -hmm. You know, I I took advanced Christology from Dr. Walvert at Dallas Seminary when I was in the doctoral program, and I remember he said, Jesus' humanity wasn't humanity like ours now. His humanity was like ours will be after we're glorified. Wow. He was perfectly human, unable to sin in his humanity. And, of course, he was full deity, so therefore he was unable to sin in his deity. And he said, as the God-man, we don't pick apart and say, well, could he sin in his humanity or could we sin in his deity? He's one person, the Mm -hmm. God-man. And he couldn't sin as the God-man either. But even if you could separate him, he couldn't sin in his humanity or his deity. But do people grasp all that? No. And so TV, I think, is right. And, of course, he was full deity, so therefore he was unable to sin in his deity. And he couldn't sin as the God-man either. Even if you could separate him, he couldn't sin in his humanity or his deity. But do people grasp all that? No. And so TV, I think, is right to have some level of confusion, and we're going to talk about that in a second. But I think it's vitally important that we recognize that there's no Scripture that says, a person must have an accurate understanding of the deity of Christ in order to be saved. Let me give you a quick example. I spoke at a church in Starkville, Mississippi, home of Mississippi State University. Mm -hmm. When I spoke there, I gave a message about evangelism, and I said that a person had to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ for the gift he promises, which is everlasting life. And I said in the course of it that believing that Jesus died and rose again was terrific, but that doesn't give you everlasting life. That in order to have everlasting life, we must believe that he guarantees everlasting life to us simply by faith in him. So the pastor had some areas of disagreement with me because he thought anybody who believed that Jesus died and rose again and is God, sometimes I call that DDR, deity, (sighs) death, resurrection, anybody who believed that was saved. So after my talk, a young man who was a graduate of Mississippi State came up and he said, Pastor, he said, I came to faith in this church from you. And the pastor said, oh, that's great. And he said, and when I came to faith, 
I believe that Jesus was the Son of God. And the pastor goes, terrific. And I believe that by faith in him, I was secure forever. And the pastor goes, terrific. But he said, I didn't believe Jesus was God. And the pastor says, say what? (laughs) And he said, no, no, I believed he was the Son of God, like I'm the son of my father. And it wasn't until I heard you preach for a while that I came to realize that the Trinity is true. And I came to realize that Son of God doesn't mean God literally was his father, but this was something we used to help us understand the intimate relationship between God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, but that Jesus was not literally born of the Father, and that he wasn't, uh, I guess Mormons hold the view that Jesus and Lucifer are brothers, Mm. and that God the Father had relations with the human woman, and that led to Jesus being the Son of God. No, and that wasn't this guy's view. This guy didn't know how Jesus was the Son of God. But my point is, he believed in Jesus for everlasting life, even though he didn't have a grasp of the deity of Christ. And so this woman, I would suggest, the issue is not... Do you have a grasp of the deity of Christ? The issue is, does she know that by faith in Jesus, she has everlasting life? And do you notice the TV never mentions everlasting life? I noticed that. And she never mentions believing Mm -hmm. in him for everlasting life. So it's important, TV, to recognize that what Jesus said in John 3.16 is that whoever believes in him will not perish but has everlasting life. And the question I would ask is, do you believe this? If you do, you have everlasting life, even if you don't have a full understanding of the deity of Christ. Now, in the second question, how can both be true? If you have your Bibles, look at the Gospel of John, chapter 1 and verse 1, the opening verse in John's Gospel. And John says, in the beginning was the Word. The Word is a reference to Jesus, although we don't get his name until verse 17. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Here is TV's question right here. How can Jesus be with God and at the same time be God? The Word was with God, and the Word was God. You see, God in John 1, 1 refers to God the Father the first time, and it refers to the Godhead or deity the second time. It's not saying that Jesus was God the Father. It's saying Jesus was divine. And if you go all the way down to the end of the prologue in verse 18, no one has seen God at any time. That's a reference again to God the Father. The only begotten Son, that's a reference to God the Son, who is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him. So that Jesus appeared many times in the Old Testament because no one ever saw God the Father. And so how can this be? Well, it can be because it is. I don't think any theologian can explain to us how God can be three persons, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and yet one being. There's one being, three persons. We don't have that in mankind. We don't have one being, three persons. Um, I guess you could say there are some aspen that are many trees, but they're one being, There are some situations like that where you have aspen groves that are all one aspen. But whatever illustration we used are flawed. And the main point we should recognize, TV, is that theologians don't understand this fully either. All we know is it's true. There's one God, monotheism. There's three persons. 
and these three persons are all equal, they all have the same attributes, and they're all one being but three persons. So, Bob, you don't have to be an expert in systematic theology to be saved. The thing an unsaved person needs to do is believe in Christ for eternal life. Absolutely. And the other part is we never get to the point that we can fully explain TV's question because we don't fully grasp the Trinity. We're not capable. God hasn't given us all the information, and we don't fully grasp what's called the hypostatic union, Jesus' deity and his humanity together in one person. Well, thanks so much, TV, and thank you all. And remember, keep grace in focus. Did you miss an episode of Grace in Focus that you really wanted to hear? Just come to faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. In addition, we have all kinds of free resources available for you. It's all designed to help you mature and grow in your understanding of Scripture. That's faithalone.org. Our team is really great about answering questions, comments, and feedback. If you've got some, we hope to hear from you. Let me give you our email address so you can do just that. It's radio at faithalone.org. That's radio at faithalone.org. On the next episode of Grace in Focus... If church history doesn't uphold the faith alone message, should we throw it all out? How can we know the truth about God and about eternal salvation? Join us for that, and until then, let's keep grace in focus. The preceding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.